Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Before I start uh, bashing the Bills for choking again against the Kansas City Chiefs, I wanted to look at the draft coming up in Detroit. You know, that's where it is this year. Everything's in Detroit now. The divisional semi, the Lions rocking, Michigan winning the natty. What isn't happening in Michigan? But the NFL draft will be there, and we all know what happens. These are the top players, obviously, that we're going to see go. Looks like Caleb Williams will be the Bears' top pick from USC. No one's questioning that. Drake May still up there at number two, the North Carolina quarterback possibly going to the Washington Commanders. I just kind of want to throw the names out there of who's going to get drafted. I don't want to predict where they're going to go, to be honest. Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver Ohio State, is automatic. Malik Neighbors, wide receiver from LSU, that's happening in the first round. Brock Bowers, tight end Georgia, boom, you know that's going to go down as well. Rome Adunze, the great receiver from Washington that Penix was throwing to all season. He's also going in the first round. Joe Alt, the massive tackle from Notre Dame. Jaden Daniels, the Heisman winner from LSU, the quarterback. Somebody's going to get their hands on him. How about the Falcons? If they got Daniels, that would be unbelievable. And if they get the right coach, they could be rocking. Dallas Turner, the edge rusher from Alabama. He'll probably go top 10. Fashanu, the tackle from Penn State, Olu Fashanu, he's going to be a top 10. It's always guys in the trenches that it happens to. Uh, Latu, the edge rusher from UCLA, Leatu Latu. Uh, this guy was a freak on the football field for Chip Kelly. Uh, Terry and Arnold, the corner from Alabama, count on that happening. Also, J.C. Latham, the tackle from Alabama. You go to Alabama, you go to the NFL. That's what that means. Jared Verse, the edge rusher from Florida State. He's a badass. Nate Wiggins, the corner from Clemson. Count him into the first round. Byron Murphy, the second, the D tackle from the Longhorns. Brian Thomas Jr., the receiver from LSU. Kelly had a couple of good receivers down there and the Heisman winner, yet they couldn't make the playoff. Amarius Mims, the tackle from Georgia, another monster. J.J. McCarthy, the Michigan quarterback and natty champ with the Wolverines. He's going to get drafted in the first round. Cooper Dijon, the cornerback from Iowa, the white boy. Can you believe it? This guy, Dijon, he means business. 
Jackson Powers Johnson, the guard center from Oregon. He's probably a first-rounder. Quinion Mitchell, the corner from Toledo. How about the Mac getting big picks over the last few years? Talacy Fogwa, the tackle from Oregon State. He can also play guard. Tyler Guyton, tackle, Oklahoma. He'll be a first-rounder. So will Troy Fatanu from Washington. So how about Kool-Aid McKinstry from Alabama? You know he's going to get in there as well. Kingsley Sumatea from BYU. He's another badass. Zerjan Newton, the big tackle from Illinois, played in Champaign. He's either late first round or second round. Keon Coleman, the great receiver from Florida State. I don't see how he doesn't go in the first round. Tavondre Sweat, the tackle from Texas. There's another one of Sarkeesian's boys that's probably going to slip into the first round. Graham Barton, the guard center from Duke. And Jordan Morgan from Arizona, the big tackle, can also play guard. So those are some of the names you're definitely going to see in the first round. Some might slip to the second. You never know. Early second round or late first round, Bo Nix, the quarterback of Oregon, of course. Chop Robinson, the edge rusher from Penn State. He's definitely getting drafted. Patrick Paul of Houston. Uh, He's another one, a big tackle. Chris Jenkins, the tackle from Michigan, he'll get drafted. Braylon Trice, the edge rusher from Washington, he was a badass in their great season. I think Penix will definitely get drafted. It looks like second round for the Washington stud quarterback. What a season he had for the Huskies, taking him to the natty only to lose to Michigan in the championship game. And, yeah, I do think that that uh, little wide receiver, Lad McConkey from Georgia, will get drafted because he's such an incredible slot receiver. He never drops the ball, makes big plays, yards after catch. He's sickening. So we stick to the NFL. They're down to the final four. And the Niners at plus a buck 45 remain the favorites to win the Super Bowl in Vegas. They barely beat the Packers. Now they host the Lions in the NFC Championship game in Santa Clara next week. The Niners are favored by a tutty. Saw it at seven, saw it at six and a half. Baltimore has the second best odds after they crushed Houston in the divisional round in Baltimore. You know that Lamar's going to win the MVP, his second. And they had a huge second half. They outscored the Texans 24-zip after the break. Then you got, uh, of course, the Chiefs, the Lions, right? Like Detroit has the longest odds of winning the Super Bowl at plus 700 entering the NFC title game. They're big dogs, and they'd be underdogs to both the Ravens and Chiefs in the Super Bowl if they were to upset the Niners in Santa Clara. Kansas City, meanwhile, will play in their sixth straight AFC championship game. Mahomes has advanced to the title game in each of his six years, starting for the Chiefs, and is 3-2 and two in the previous five trips. Of course, the Chiefs beat the Bills in the divisional round thanks to a missed field goal again. It's like a nightmare that keeps recurring for the Buffalo Bills. They've had it happen in the Super Bowl, and now they've had it happen in the divisional round with Tyler Bass shanking in the final two minutes in regulation. 
that was that. It went way right, and their season was over again. They never get it done. That's just all there is to it. The Chiefs opened as the betting favorites, plus 600 for this year's Super Bowl after winning the Super Bowl last year against Philly. San Francisco opened at plus 900. Baltimore opened at plus 1800. And Detroit opened at plus 2500. The Lions got a lot of action early as they opened the season at plus 2200 to win the Super Bowl at BetMGM. Lamar is the favorite to win the Super Bowl MVP. Brock Montana Purdy is the second favorite at plus 325. And Christian McCaffrey is the third favorite at plus 600. It really is unbelievable, the endings of these seasons for the Buffalo Bills. They wilted against the Chiefs in the fourth quarter. Allen was terrible in the fourth quarter, had a fumble, didn't do anything throwing the ball, stopped running the ball. It just didn't work. You look at the history. In 2019 to 2023, they averaged 11.6 wins a season, made the playoffs every year, reached the AFC Championship game only once. They always lose by a single possession along the way, seven times this season alone. And then last night, Tyler Bass misses... Way wide right. From 88 to 93, they averaged 11.6 wins per season, made the playoffs every year, and lost four straight Super Bowls. The most famous of which came on a missed field goal by Scott Norwood that went, guess what, wide right. Not as bad as Bass's wide right last night, that's for sure. The Chiefs are the defending champs. They won last year's Super Bowl over Philly, like I said before. And the Bills were eliminated by them in 21, 22, and now in 24. I mean, it's unbelievable. Even after McCole Hardman fumbled at the goal line and the ball went out of the end zone and the Bills got a second chance, they still couldn't capitalize. So now Mahomes gets to take on the Ravens, who are favored by three. The Lions really are an amazing story. You know, that city has suffered forever. They hadn't seen a playoff game in 30 years before this season. And now they've hosted two straight playoff wins after their thriller over the Buccaneers yesterday. Marenzi and I called the game 31-23. I had Detroit minus six. How about Jared Goff? This guy's turned into a rock star in Detroit, and he's really the reason for the giant turnaround, I think, and the coaching. Remember, they traded him from the Rams to Detroit, and then Stafford went to the Rams and won a Super Bowl. They already think this guy's like the best Lions quarterback ever, better than Stafford. So they go to San Francisco now for the NFC title game as big dogs. But anything's possible. I thought the Niners looked bad against the Packers, to be honest with you. So just so you know, the Chiefs and Ravens will play at 3 p.m. on Sunday on CBS. Marenzi and I will be doing that game on in-game live, all-access, pain day Sunday. The nightcap will be the Lions and Niners at 6.30 to follow the Ravens game on Fox from Santa Clara. 
And how about Mahomes and Kelsey? Travis Kelsey, of course. Now the most prolific touchdown duo in NFL history with Kelsey's third quarter score. And he had already had one before. He caught one in the back of the end zone wide open and then caught another one in the third quarter. It was Mahomes and Kelsey's 16th career postseason TD connection. That's the record breaker. They passed Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, if you can believe it. Thank God someone beats them finally. In 22 postseason games, Gronk had 15 TDs. In 19 playoff games, Kelsey has 16 touchdowns now. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 